friend. Welcome to the Healthy Balance Podcast, where we talk about all things health and have real, raw conversations to encourage you and keep you balanced in your everyday life. My name is Allison Gianmore, and I'm a teacher, mom, and someone who is passionate about living in a healthy way. This podcast is to encourage you and give you tips to help you live a full and energetic life in this world. You ready to do this? All right, let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthy Balance Podcast. My name is Allison and I am your host and welcome to August. Like what in the world? We are in August. I mean, we are closer to the end of 2022 and Christmas and a new year and all of that. Like it is just mind blowing. I feel like the summer flew by. I mean, June was great, but July was like three days long. And now we're in August. So I feel like half the world is, you know, kind of transitioning and getting ready to go back to school. So whether you're a teacher and you're getting ready to go back to school or you're a mom and your kids are getting ready to go back to school, here we are. This is like August is kind of like the new year for teachers. Like it's like, okay, I'm going to start fresh. I'm going to do a great job this year. You know, getting all the supplies, getting everything written, getting prepared. Like, I just feel like August is the teacher's January. So because of that, I wanted to share some tips for teachers, especially on how to have a good year and how to start strong and stay strong. But as I was going through these, I was like, no, this is like for everyone. Like everyone could use these tips and have a great second half of the year if you're not a teacher and if you're not sending your kids back to school. So we're going to go over. I just want to share these that have helped me um, and also that I am going through as well, like trying to stay consistent with some of this stuff. So I just wanted to share what I'm learning. So I'm going to give you five things that I feel like is super important to have a good school year and to stay strong. And no matter if you have a goal in mind or if your goal is just to feel better overall, like just have more energy or just improve your health by little steps. So either take all five of these tips and try to implement them or take one, one at a time and just try to start implement them in your life. All right, so we're going to actually go from five and work on our way down. All right, so number five, my tip is to have time for yourself. Take time for yourself sometime in the week, whether that is when you wake up and you know that is when I take my time is first thing in the morning or when it's at night, when you get home from work, when you put the kids down for bed. I don't know. Maybe it's a Saturday morning. I don't know what it is, but I would just suggest taking some time for yourself. Do something you enjoy. So whether that's reading a book or just sipping coffee by yourself or going for a walk with a dog and a podcast in your ear, like do something. But I think the biggest thing is make sure it's not like work related and like it's something that you thoroughly can enjoy and kind of just like recharge yourself. And so another tip that I would also suggest in this category for teachers is do your really best to leave work at work. I started that a couple of years ago and I was like, I mean, I would stay longer and do things after the school day, 
but I'm not bringing it home. And I know there's some teachers that that cannot fully leave work at work because you have so many projects and tests and papers, especially those English teachers. Oh my gosh, I don't even know how you do it. But um, like, do your like very best just to leave work at work and you're not bringing it home. And that is the hard thing about being a teacher is like, we don't really turn it off. I mean, we're just constantly working 24 seven because we're trying to see like how we can better our lesson plans. We need to do grading or if you're a special, um, special teacher, special ed teacher, sorry, like you have to do IEPs and 504s and it's just, it's nonstop. And I know, like I said, I know there's, you know, some teachers that have to bring their work home or they'd be drowning in what they need to do and not be able to get their grades in. But anyway, so do something for yourself. Have time for yourself is my first step. Okay. Number four, this is going to be obvious is exercise. Like you've got to move your body. I, I don't know why. Maybe this is why I became a coach and I really just want to spread the message, but exercise does wonders for our body. And I'm not really sure why we don't push more exercise. Like doctors don't push more of people exercising because it honestly helps people mentally and physically. One of the um, benefits is that it is a big stress relief. Like just walking around your neighborhood or going for a run or lifting weights, like moving your body, getting the blood flowing, like that just helps with our stress hormones. And we know that our body is not created to hold stress for very long periods of time, because if we do, that's when we get sick. So it helps relieve stress. It actually is an energy booster, believe it or not. And then people are like, but I'm so tired. I can't work out. Yeah. I know, but you've got to just push yourself and you've got to just start moving your body. Whether it's 10 minutes a day or 15 minutes a day, your body actually creates energy. You're going to feel better either the next day or throughout the day if you do it first thing in the morning. And honestly, when you're working out, you sleep better. You get more of a deeper sleep, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. And you're going to feel more refreshed the next day. The biggest thing, and this is what I actually tell my kids too when we talk about exercising or working out or playing sports, it's just like a sense of fulfillment. I mean, there are so many times, think about of a workout that you've done that was super, super hard, but you pushed yourself and you did it. Like afterwards, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I can do anything. Like you just had that sense of fulfillment and that also just kind of pushes you to do hard things in other areas of your life. So for example, when I started like my coaching journey with Beachbody and I started doing all these um, programs, there were a couple of workouts that I hated and that like were super hard. Like they were really challenging for me, but I'm just one of those people like, I got to get it done. I got to do this. I got to push myself. And also like the trainers on the, the programs, it's like they know exactly what you're thinking and when you're thinking. So when I was like, I hate this, I'm giving up. They're like, don't give up. I know it's so hard. So when I would complete those workouts or those programs, I noticed that in my teaching um, life that I was pushing myself to go above and beyond. And for example, like PE teachers, it's so easy to cop out or be like, okay, I don't feel like doing this. Let's just, you know, play dodgeball for the day or let's just do basketball for the day. Like I was pushing myself to go above and beyond, get extra equipment, 
make like the lesson plan extra fun, give it more of a challenge because I wanted the kids to also feel that way. And I wanted them to feel strong. So exercising just does wonders for your body. And somehow God designed our body in order for movement of our body to help our mind as well. Like it really does help with your mental health. And I'm not saying that it cures, it cures everything or you'll never, you know, feel stressed and never feel anxious, but you're lowering the risk of a lot of those diseases and a lot of like even the mental health um, issues as well. Okay. So that was number four. Number three, this is the one that I am on right now. Eat more whole foods. I cannot tell you what I have been learning And I am hoping to get a nutritionist on this podcast because I think it'd just be so interesting to have someone really speak on this that knows everything that helps other people through this, but eating more whole foods. Like, I know that sounds like kind of simple, but it's actually really hard. And doesn't matter who you are. You could be like a nurse. You could be a teacher. You could be, I don't know what other careers have like break rooms, I guess, like any other kind of job. But I mean, break rooms are hard to walk into. There's coffee, there's like packaged snacks. There's usually cookies, there's brownies. Ours was so filled with that kind of stuff this past week as all the teachers went back and it was really hard not to grab that. But right now I am going through a gut reset where basically you're just eating all whole foods. You're not eating processed foods. You're not eating more than 10 grams of sugar. And on Friday, when I was getting ready to go to bed, I was like, I am not exhausted like the previous years that I've been. Like Friday after a week of going back, sitting in meetings, going, having open house, going through orientation, all that kind of stuff. Like I used to just be dead on a Friday night. And like this past week, I was like, oh my gosh, I am, I'm tired, but I'm not exhausted. And I'm just realizing like whole foods, they're giving me more energy. I'm not getting like the afternoon sugar crash. And thank God, because now we're going back to school and I cannot have a sugar crash. Um, I just feel a hundred percent better. Like just whole foods does wonders for your body. And I think the biggest thing too, especially as moms, um, even kids and teachers is that it helps strengthen our immune system. And we all know the first month or two of school is just so crazy. And it's really hard because like everyone's getting sick, like the kids are getting sick, they bring it home, they give it to their parents, teachers. We have like multiple kids in our rooms that are coming from all different kinds of homes, touching everything, sneezing, coughing, all this kind of stuff. And then we tend to to get the sickness. So if anything, implement whole foods as like majority of your diet for the first month or two, just to see like if that helps with either not getting sick or not getting as sick. So like you can still function and you can still go to work and work through that cold. What my rule that I try to implement for me is the 80-20 rule. So like 80% of my diet is whole foods and 20% is like the stuff that I love that I can enjoy, like the processed food or a couple glasses of wine or, you know, ice cream, that kind of stuff. I just really try not to have that in my everyday diet. And since we're on the subject of foods, I know as a teacher, it's really hard 
And even just like, even as a parent at the end of the day, like when you put your kids to bed, your house is like a mess. All you want to do is just like sit and watch like Netflix or your favorite TV show and grab a glass of wine. I can't tell you when I started taking the wine out that I was noticing my body and my energy levels were very different. And the way I woke up the next morning was extremely different. Like I didn't feel sluggish. Um, I had incredible brain fog if I like drank a glass or two the night before. So when I took it out, I just felt more energetic and like more clear headed and I wasn't having that like grogginess. So if anything, challenge yourself and try not to drink anything but like your water or maybe tea after actually in the afternoon, like in the afternoon, cutting out the caffeine, cutting any kind of alcohol. Cause I guarantee if when you are consistent and you're doing this, you're going to feel better and you're going to feel more energetic the next day. So number three is eating the whole foods, trying to have your diet 80, 20. Okay. Number two, if any of the tips that you want to implement, I would seriously implement this one. And that is sleep, 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 sleep. Okay. I know that there are new mamas listening to this or moms that are still struggling with their kids sleeping through the night. So this is a little bit different, um, for the uh, moms, new moms, like Obviously, you have to take care of your baby and you have to put them first throughout the night or you might have to be the one to get up. So don't stress if like you can't do this, but do your best. Maybe there's some changes that you can do. Maybe you can go to bed a little bit earlier, but we should all be striving for seven to nine hours of sleep each night. I mean, sleep is the foundation of everything. And I think we all can think of at least one experience one time where we did not function very well, whether our, it was our energy levels, we were very moody, we couldn't get through anything because we didn't get enough sleep. And we know when we're not sleeping well and we're not recharging our, bat- our battery, yeah, when we're not recharging our body, we know that actually can lead to some mental issues. When I say mental issues, I mean like it could make us be more likely to feel anxious the next day. Our anxiety could be triggered. We could feel really negative or sad or depressed. And I mean, I'm sure if you are a new mom, you feel like you're going crazy or like just you feel very off when you're not getting the sleep that you need because we have to have sleep in order for all of our systems to work. Um, And the biggest thing is too, is it helps fight like disease. Like when we're sleeping, it strengthens our immune system. It helps us, you know, get out the viruses or whatever is in our bodies. Like that's why when we're sick, all we want to do is sleep. And we just want to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves and starting and laying that foundation when we are prioritizing sleep. So a couple of things with that is, you know, setting yourself a bedtime. The Apple phone is great. Like it tells me when my wind down time is and then when my bedtime is. So set yourself an alarm on your phone 
to, you know, tell yourself, listen, when this goes off, I'm done. Like I'm not watching any more TV. I'm not going to be on my phone anymore. I'm getting ready for bed and I'm going to bed. Maybe it's cutting all that TV show every single night. Uh, making sure that you're not scrolling your phone or, you know, I always tell this to my kids, but like, turn off your YouTube, turn off your TikTok. Like that stuff traps you and keeps you up for hours because you get so lost in it. And then you're like, what the heck? Like it's already like midnight. So kind of find that balance, find what you need to maybe cut out at night to get an extra hour of sleep, you know, start with something small. All right. So that was sleep. And number one, I think this is like my biggest tip for whether you are a teacher, you are a mom, you are someone that is going through some really tough times at work or like your workload is really heavy. But I would say to pray, start every day with prayer and to keep prayer in the forefront of your mind and your day, because there's so many times it's so easy to go to someone, to vent to someone, to turn to food, to turn to Netflix, to turn to whatever, to get lost in that. And really we should be turning to the Lord and just talking to him. I know I hate this, but I like am such a type A person and I worry a lot. Like, I mean, it is things that are out of my control. And then it is also things that are way down the road where it could be totally different, but I worry about it like now. And I'm like, why, why am I worrying about this? Like it could be a totally different story two years down the road. So for me this past summer, I have really just started my day with prayer and just talking to the Lord and being like, God, this is, this is like what I'm anxious about. Like, please help me work through this. Help me give this to you and remember that it's in your hands and not mine. Like I can't control it. So I would say absolutely pray, pray, pray for your day, pray for your coworkers, pray for your kids, whether you're teaching them or you're sending them to school, pray over them. Um, there's just so many ugly, ugly things in the world and things that are going on in schools and on buses and, and just in between the hallways. And we just, it's so easy just to worry about that kind of stuff. But I think when we are praying and we're taking it to the Lord, he just gives us that peace. And I'm not saying like nothing bad will happen to us, but he just gives us that peace that we may need in order to continue our day or not to worry, not to be anxious about you know, things down the road or things next week. And with that too, part of the prayer and being anxious, I would say limit your time on the, like in the news, like reading articles, like what's going on today or in the news, because I know for me, that was a huge thing, especially with COVID. I was watching it and I was like, oh my gosh, like what is going on? And that would just heighten my anxiety. So I just, I had to cut that out. And it was something that I did the first thing uh, when I woke up was turn on the news, just kind of background noise. And it was just all negative things. It was horrible things. And so I'm starting my day listening to horrible, horrible things. And then I'm worrying about that kind of stuff at night when I was coming home by myself. So I know that's not really praying, but that was just another thing that I would add in there too, to help with anxiety and worriness and all that kind of stuff. So those are my tips just in order to end the second year 
second half of the year very strong, to start your school year off very strong, but also to be consistent. And like I said, take one or two of those tips and focus on that and implement that. And then once you have that down and once it becomes a habit, then add another one. Um, so to recap, I said, number five, make sure you have time for yourself. You take time for yourself, make sure it's not re- work related at all, but it's something that just fills your cup and energizes you and that you enjoy. Number four, move your body exercise. There's so many things out there that you can do. You don't even need the internet. You don't even need to go to a gym. There's so many parks and free groups and and, and YouTube is out there. So get your body moving. Number three, eat whole foods. I mean, you don't have to go on a diet, but start implementing more whole foods. So eating one or two fruits a day and then adding on or then start adding veggies. So eat more of your whole foods. Number two is sleep. Strive to get that seven to nine hours of sleep each night. You may have to cut some things out. Look at your schedule. Look at what you do at night or your nightly routine and see where you can tweak it, where you can maybe go to bed a little bit earlier. And then number one is just pray, is pray, pray, pray. Write yourself a note card. Write yourself something. Set an alarm on your phone that says start the day with prayer. And it doesn't have to be a five-minute prayer. It doesn't have to be 10. It could literally be, I don't know, 30 seconds long. Thanking the Lord for what you have or what you're thankful for. Asking Him to, you know, ease your worry, ease your anxiety. And, you know, just praying for other people. Praying for your kids. Praying for your coworkers. So those are my five tips. I hope you guys can take those. I hope they help you. And if they do, or if you do try them, can you please let me know? I would love to hear how like this helped you in your school year or how this has helped you in your health journey. And it just, it just encourages me because I'm like, uh, does anyone really take these and use these? But anyway, so I am so thankful that we could just sit down and talk about things to do to help us in our health. All right. I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening in. It means so much. I want to continue to encourage people with these conversations and help people live their life to the fullest. So if you know someone that could use encouragement, send it to them or tag me on social media and let me know what you think. I am so thankful for you and I can't wait until we talk again.